Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, August 25, the last Thursday in August. Can you believe September's almost here? I can't. The whole year is just flying by. I mean, we're going to be having fires and, you know, apple cider and chili and all that fun stuff before you know it. Got a question for you. Okay. Before we get started. Last week, your dog was vomiting. Yes. Is she better? Um, She's better, but, um, you know, I love in my mornings just to sit out on my back deck, Uh drink the coffee. She came out with me today. I could not get the dog back inside. I thought I was going to have another... Crisis, so I'm well, screaming at her to come back in. It was a beautiful in. morning. Oh, it was so great. I don't blame her for. I could have to be spent outside. the whole morning out there. Gorgeous absolutely, outside today. absolutely. Well, hey, we got a great show. Lestan Hoskins. Mm-hmm. Many of you know Lestan. Yeah. He's uh, no stranger to the Danville community. He is planning a church, right. uh, the Mosaic Church, mm-hmm. and I believe they're getting ready to start having regular services. Mm-hmm. But we'll they've find made out quite a here. splash with some of the giveaways yeah. that they're doing, yeah. and we're going to have him in studio uh, around eight thirty. This morning, but I want to jump right in. Our president, Joe Biden, made a splash yesterday when he announced that they're going to be forgiving student loan debt, $10,000 a pop Mm -hmm. for people making less than $125,000, $20,000 a pop if you qualified for a federal Pell Grant. And so couples living together that are making less than $250,000 conceivably could have $40,000 in student loan debt forgiven. And so here's my question, Stephanie Spangler. What say you? (laughs) Well, my parents paid for my college education. I paid for part of my kids. Did you do a student loan? No, no, okay. no loans. Okay, they okay. Did it, they did it all out of their pocket. Okay. Um, my own son had um, some debt that he thinks is going to be forgiven. Okay. He texted me yesterday and said, Mom, I think my student loans are going to be forgiven. Okay. He said, I don't agree with it. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm taking advantage of yeah. it, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's not, I don't think it's ethical. Yeah. I think if I go get a loan, yep. I'm responsible pay, yep. to pay the loan. Well, I do think college education is... Yeah. expensive. It's ridiculously and it's a, expensive. A, yeah. I don't think you get your value for the money. That's for sure. But yeah. that's a choice people make. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things know. that we were super blessed with our kids is they worked really hard academically. Mm-hmm. They filled out um, an unbelievably mm-hmm. large number of scholarship mm-hmm. applications mm-hmm. and we didn't have to borrow a penny. They didn't have to borrow mm-hmm. a penny. And mm-hmm. so we're really thankful, really mm-hmm. grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other side of it that I would throw out, I worked in admissions at then Lincoln Christian mm-hmm. College for seven years, and I watched as many that want to go into ministry mm-hmm. took out large amounts of student loan debt. And you don't make a lot of money in ministry. Well, especially not early on. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think if you know you do it for the long haul, I think you get to the thirtieth year, the thirty fifth year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, year one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were we started at poverty wages. You know, my first mm-hmm. couple years mm-hmm. in in ministry, and so for them, I, I guess there's a part of me that that is thankful that that it could help them out. But I agree. With you, I think it's an overreach. I think it's one thing if Congress had said we're going to go down this road, um, you know, and actually passed a law, uh, but just to kind of do it by executive order through the Department of Education claiming mm-hmm. a COVID emergency. 
that just doesn't seem right to me. And so here's my fear through all of this. There's speculation that there's going to be legal challenges mm-hmm. to this. There, mm-hmm. there are many people smarter than you and I that are saying you can't do right. this. How mean would it be if it goes to a legal challenge <laughs> right. and the judges decide, no, you can't really do that? Right. Sorry. I mean, that'd be awful, I why, think. Why don't they just make it a blanket thing? Like, instead of just people who took out loans, let's just hand out $20,000 to everybody. Well, to make it even. well you know, that, I did not know this. <laughs> do you realize that only 37% of people in the United States of America have a four-year degree. I didn't realize mm. that, but um, mm. that's a very low figure. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be mm. significantly larger than that. And again, when they say student loan debt is forgiven, that's really not the case. It's really transferred. You right. know, it's really uh, right. something that you and I are going to get yeah, to take part. Yeah, we're going to get yeah. to that's take part. That's what I told my in, son. So. I said, "Well, uh, happy for you, but I guess that means I'm going to pay some more now." So yeah, and you know, it's just a reminder, money is a big deal. It's a big thing. And this Sunday at Second Church, we're continuing our journey through the Gospel of Mark. Some people call it the Memoirs of Simon Peter. And we're looking at this account. Um, The Gospels of Matthew and Luke uh, let us know that this person that comes up to Jesus was a rich ruler. Mm -hmm. And he had a great question, rich young ruler. ruler. Um, Matthew says he was young. Mm -hmm. Um, Luke says he was a ruler. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he had a lot going for him. He, He obviously was a a practicing person of faith Mm -hmm. and jesus absolutely rocked his world Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um it's going to be a a a message looking at this idea what do we do with money as Mm -hmm. believers what do we do so you know we always concentrate on the rich part of that but what about the young part of that do you think rich and young is a good combo um i don't know that's a that's a great question um i know for me one of the blessings in life i think is that uh i don't have massive amounts Mm -hmm. of fortune you know i think uh you just you see story after story after story of people Mm -hmm. that just can't handle that in that passage of scripture jesus says one of his most radical teachings in all of the gospels that it's uh harder for a rich man to go through an eye of a needle Mm -hmm. a a camel camel. to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven Um, that's a shocking statement, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a reminder that if money is your God, mm-hmm. if the stuff of this world is what's really driving you, uh, you're going to be in for a surprise. Right. So I'm going to talk about a book that I mentioned last last week or two weeks ago that really rocked my world. It was written by the late Ron Sider, um, Rich Christians in the Age of Hunger. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's a book that uh, 500,000 copies have been sold. That's a lot of copies mm-hmm. of of a Christian book mm-hmm, to be sold. Mm-hmm. And yet I think it's still something that we need to come to grips with mm-hmm. is have we allowed the uh, the American culture to grab a hold of our hearts, even as believers? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do we do with mm-hmm. the blessings that we have? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the call absolutely is to generosity. And I, I, I love stories of people that are so passionate about their faith they become radical, generous givers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll I'm see anxious where it goes. to hear the sermon yeah. this Sunday. Yeah, we'll see where yeah. it goes. But I found that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, also, I had an article that I sent you. I don't know if you got a chance to read it I or did. not. It's from the National Review magazine. Yeah. So I, I read National Review. It's my only magazine subscription. Huh, that's interesting. Um, it is, yeah. yeah. And, and I really enjoy it. I mean, you know this. I lean more conservative than not. Right. Right. And I, I really appreciate the work that they do. But in this, they had an entire... Um, 
episode, an entire uh, edition that was dedicated to education. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'm thumbing through it, and I found this article by Ian Rowe. I don't know anything about Ian Rowe, but um, it's basically looking at what factors predict success or failure academically in Mm -hmm. students' Mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to a study way back in 1966 that the United States Office of Education commissioned trying to look at that issue, and they determined that there is one factor more than any other that predicts success academically. Mm -hmm. And it's not what you think it would be, because it's not really what we've heard uh, all these years you know if you think about it i think it makes sense it does make sense but it's not what we've been so what's the one factor it's your family background family background they said families that have Mm -hmm. a mother and Mm -hmm. a father Mm -hmm. that are actively involved in the lives Mm -hmm. of the children Mm -hmm. it's off the charts when Mm -hmm. it comes to academic achievement but it's not at all what people base base the education system on. Right, right. What's funny about it is the U.S. Office of Education that commissioned the study uh-huh. was so upset by the findings, <laughs> they didn't use it. You right. know, they hid from it, right. basically. But it's just a reminder the importance of the family, the importance of moms and dads right. working together. We're all in this together. And, you know, I know some people get nervous when you bring this up. They don't really like that because they say, well, what about the single moms? Mm-hmm. We've got some awesome mm-hmm. single moms at Second Church Mm -hmm. that are going above and beyond. Am I criticizing them? Not at all. But I think it is a call, especially to people that are in the process of thinking about getting married Mm -hmm. or people that are newly married. You know, you're a grandma. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm hopefully going to be a grandpa at some time in the future. It's just a reminder to our kids and, and their spouses Man, this is a crucial, crucial factor in the success of your well, children. Sure. I mean, I'm a divorced grandma, okay. so I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I had we had mom and dad at the home for many yeah. years. Yeah, but then when you don't, it changes, it changes everything. So even me, though even though they were older children at the time. So let um, me ask you this: Does this article encourage you? Does it hurt you when you read this article? Your life circumstance. Mm-hmm. How do you read that article? It makes a lot of sense. Okay. And I think that if the if teachers, if schools, if educators would consider it more as um, a, a factor in children's success, I think it would help it would help the single moms and the single dads. Yeah. There are some single dads that are doing yeah. it more without the mother. Yeah. I, I guess I, I what I liked about this author of this article, he talks about I'm assuming it's him. He says he's involved in Vertex Partnership. Academies, mm-hmm. and it's a innovative, character-based high school that he is launching in the Bronx. Right, and he says they're going to have this class called Pathways to Power, where they, le- where kids learn the sequential series of decisions. Which yeah. I think, yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, complete your high school degree, go yeah. to work, right, then get married, right, then have children, right, and that ninety-seven percent of the time it re- results in the avoidance of poverty. Right, that's a huge number. Right, if but you why are follow we not the sequence, it, I why don't is know. that not the lead? story on the abc news tonight or the nbc news tonight yeah and and i think even homes like mine that that endure divorce if you had someone else coming behind your kids saying listen that sequence is not the best sequence you know this is the sequence that works and if it's going to overcome poverty yeah uh and it says there's a greater likelihood of entry into middle class and beyond yeah 97%. 97%. That's yeah. pretty darn good. Maybe we should consider some classes yeah. that are more, 
you know, talking about those sequential series of decisions. I well, like here's that. where it hit me. We look at just the, the sheer statistics mm -hmm. and, you know, and this is not, you know, determined necessarily by race. Mm -hmm. There yes. are more and more people where men are mm -hmm. fathering children mm -hmm. and they are not a part of the lives mm -hmm. of their, their children. And I just think mm -hmm. it's a message that we need a fatherhood initiative, yes. you know, and even in instances where maybe there is divorce or there never mm -hmm. was a marriage, be involved, you know, Absolutely. take ownership, yes. um, make a difference. And so, help maybe help those kids make different right, series of right. sequential Absolutely. decisions. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it, rather than do what you want, however you want to do it. No. Yeah. Try it this way. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the, this is the sequence that you yeah. should follow. Yeah. So. I just. I really it, it moved me. I was I was just expecting to do some you know late night reading and yeah. doze off, and I couldn't get this article out of my head. And well, I, your I wife is a teacher. She is, and I mean, does, do they hear about that in their classroom? As far as I mean, or or is she being told by the powers that are higher than her? You know, it's race and. And, I don't and, think so. I don't yeah, think where she no. is. And and I think one of the factors that she would bring to this conversation if she was here, she has many students. It's not a factor of mom or dad. It's neither of them. Mm -hmm. It's a grandma. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. an aunt. Mm -hmm. I mean, mom and dad, neither one are in the picture mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is not, you know, wash our hands of the people that don't fit this mm -hmm. scenario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is understand if you want to make an impact, if mm -hmm. you want your children to have the best possible you know success path in front of them this is the model um more than anything right. else yeah. so interesting article are you yeah. going to link it i am i'm yeah. going to link it Good. during break and yeah. we're going to go to break and when we come back i've got some other surprises including a brand new book that's out and we want to bring our man derek davis on the air <laughs> this is his last thursday with us with at direct us. line right. it's, it's bittersweet yeah you're listening to direct line it's greg and steph thursday august 25 we'll be right back after this hans tank wash is proud to support the women's care clinic let's hear now from interim co-director mariah hansen women's care clinic in danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy the best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. 
Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg Taylor. It's Stephanie Spangler. It is Thursday, August 25th. And uh, a little bit later, we're going to have on direct line with us, Lestan Hoskins from uh, Mosaic Church, and excited to hear what's happening. I always love when I hear good things are happening Mm -hmm. with uh, people that are serious about, you know, growing and and developing the faith community here in Danville. But we want to jump on right now with our guy, Derek Davis. Derek, how long have you been with us on Direct Line, uh, kind of our guy spinning the dials? Uh, what did we decide? It was probably, what, a year? Because yeah. it was right after we you guys came back in from COVID. And I think so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we mm-hmm. started, we were just in studio maybe once every four or five, six weeks, something mm-hmm. along those lines. But uh, we, we've been live most weeks since then. Mm-hmm. And so tell the Direct Line audience what's happening. Oh, well, uh, I am moving out to Iowa. To <laughs> Iowa? So you're yeah. going to be a Hawkeye? Well, no. Or no, okay, good. Still going to be in a lineup. Yeah. No, I oh. uh, I was warned I was not allowed to wear my lineup <laughs> gear out there. Because we're not uh, too far from uh, Hawkeye Central. I yeah. think those Hawkeye fans are pretty radical with their uh, with their fandom. <laughs> you know? One of the first times I went out and visited, it was right after Illinois beat uh, Iowa yeah. at, in Ooh. Iowa. Yeah. Did you have your Ooh. Illinois shirt on or not? Ooh. No, and it was a good thing. They were, they were a little salty. So, now, is your girlfriend? What is she? Illinois, uh, she Iowa, is in what is she? Iowa State. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. that's the cyclones, yes. right? Okay. No, so we both can root against yeah, Iowa. There you okay. go, because they really hate Iowa, right? <laughs> Iowa State really hates Iowa. I got to tell you, years ago, I had just started doing some sports writing for the Lincoln Daily News, okay. and I was in Lincoln, Illinois, and Brian Cook. I don't know if you know that name no. or not, but it was Brian Cook's senior year with Illinois, okay. and so my buddy Jeff Mayfield, you yes, know, Jeff, know we Jeff. made the trip from Lincoln to Iowa City to watch Brian Cook play, and they ran out of space. This is when Illinois wow. and I were both really good, so they said, we have no room for you on press row, but instead, we're going to put you on the very front row nice. of Carver Hawkeye Arena. So we're thinking, great, we were sitting right next to Steve Alford's wife. This oh, is when wow. Steve Alford was the coach of Iowa, and she has to be the most intense coach's <laughs> wife in all of sports. I'll never forget that night. Iowa, of course, drilled Illinois. Illinois played terrible that night, but um, that's my one experience at Carver Hawkeye Arena. But um, man, we just want to wish you well. We yeah. want to thank you for everything that you've done for us. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have been smart enough to get some royal donuts or uh, something <laughs> along those lines today to celebrate. But uh, man, we wish you nothing but the best. But you're not leaving Newhoff, is that right? No, I will uh, still be doing a lot of stuff. Uh Behind the scenes, yeah, from home. So nice. Isn't that cool? That just, I mean, one of the things of COVID. There's so much bad that's happened, but that's one of the really cool things that has happened. Is you're you're able to continue on in a remote situation. Mm -hmm. And what are you most excited about going to Iowa? Um. Well, the reason I'm going out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is I'm I'm going. Well, what's Matt Damon and uh, the Boston? Well. Yep. Several Boston movies. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to see about a girl. Is that uh, Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> Goodwill is that Hunting, right? What a great movie that was. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's see about awesome, a girl. What is this girl's name? Her name's Katie. That's Katie. awesome. All right. Well, I'd say she's a pretty special young lady. If you're leaving what you have here to go to <laughs> Iowa, so uh, you know you'll have to give us regular updates on my Iowa Cubs because you're going to yeah. be pretty close, right? Oh, yeah. 
I tried to get an apartment right across the street. Yeah, but, uh, didn't happen, huh? Didn't, didn't work out for me Okay, that time. okay. Well, man, we wish you nothing but the best. Yep. Thank so, you. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Well, hey, we're going to take another early break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by Lestan Hoskins. Uh, he needs no introduction. Uh, Danville knows him well, but uh, he and his wife are launching a brand new church here in Danville, Mosaic. We want to learn all about it. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, August 25. Greg and Steph will be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's gonna be great! You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg. And um, again, Derek, we're just excited for you. But we have another guy doing the dials, Garrett. Now, i got to learn this guy's name, Garrett. How long have you been with Newhoff? Uh, I actually just started, um, say about... <laughs> brand, yeah. new. Brand, new. brand new brand new okay brand new. very new to all of this stuff but uh i actually i actually went to school for audio engineering awesome so just wrapping my head around all the software and derek's doing a great job uh training training so you I'm very excited for it yeah. you're a schlarman grad yes. where'd you go to school for uh the training um i went down to nashville tennessee at the blackbird academy Okay, very cool. And I just want to apologize in advance. I'm going to call you Derek like 15 times over the next couple months. That's just what 53-year-olds do. But, man, we're glad to have you with us. And we're glad to have in studio with us Lestan Hoskins. Lestan's been on Direct Line a a couple times, but not live, not in studio. So welcome, my man. Glad to be here. I'm thankful to be a guest. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you're making a splash with uh, news of a new church in our community, Mosaic City Church. Tell us about what is Mosaic City Church? Yeah, so we uh, really since the Lord called my wife and I to mm-hmm. plant a church here in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 
uh, just we, we, we love our city mm-hmm. and we, you know, we have a desire to win the lost, mm-hmm. but I really feel like we're, you know, the Lord birthed and my wife and I's heart to plant a multi-ethnic church. Mm-hmm. So we want a church that will reflect the, the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, do you have any partners in this venture? Is there anyone that's assisting you along these lines? Yeah. So we've been so fortunate. So we are partnering with Stadia, yeah. which is a church planning organization Absolutely. that helps equip church planners. Mm-hmm. We are partnering with uh, CU Church in Urbana, uh-huh. Illinois. Uh-huh. We're partnering with First Christian Church mm-hmm. in Tuscola, yeah. Connect Church in Washington, Illinois, and uh, okay. a couple prospective churches that we're going to be meeting with. So we're excited, and we've yeah. been blessed to have people come alongside us mm-hmm. and really support us in what we're doing. Sure, yeah. sure. So one of the criticisms that I hear when churches are planted in places like Danville or Champaign or Springfield, you know, where there's a plethora of churches is, do we really need one more church? How would you answer that if someone asked you that question? Yeah, so I, I, I really believe in Danville we need. Uh, this church in our town. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of barriers that need to be bur- broken okay. social, economically, okay. racially. Okay. And so I really believe that God has called Mosaic City Church to be bridge builders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even starting with a multi ethnic church. Okay. I think a lot of times in churches, you know, you have particular, uh, you know, you may have predominantly black churches or uh-huh. predominantly white mm-hmm. churches. But what we want to do is we want to bring all of us together. Yeah. So yeah. we want to have a multi ethnic church. And, yeah. and it doesn't matter where you look, what you look like, where right. you're from, what color you are. Right. You are welcome. And I, I want to say that my family is multi-ethnic. Right. Uh-huh. My wife uh-huh. is Caucasian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, our children are biracial. Uh-huh. So for uh-huh. us, it just makes sense yeah. to, to, to start a multi-ethnic church yeah. here in town. Yeah. What strategies do you use to really go for that multi-ethnic um and, and and keeping it from just becoming one or the other. Yeah. Do you have any specific strategies? Well, I, I, well, I think a church has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think mm-hmm. by nature we're tribal. Mm-hmm. Yes. We stick to our own. Yeah. And yeah. so for us, I've learned so much from my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A perspective that I wouldn't have if I wasn't married from, mm-hmm. from her. We right. should have had right. her in. I, right. Both of you together. <laughs> she's probably teaching <laughs> she's right now. Probably right? Teaching. Yeah. Yeah, she's teaching. Teaching yeah. or baking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So she, she so she's enhanced me mm-hmm. and I, I really feel like we're better together mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i think when a church has diversity mm-hmm. yeah. we all bring a point a, bru- a, a, a viewpoint and a perspective mm-hmm. that we can enhance the body of christ okay mm-hmm. okay and, i, I want to know are you guys actually holding church services yet yeah so we plan on launching in october Okay. So October the 23rd uh, at the YMCA. Awesome. So Good. Uh, the YMCA is located on 1111 North Vermilion yes. Street. We'll yeah. be in the gymnasium. Okay. And so we're just looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What time yeah. service is going to be? Services will start at 930. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now, I know um, you guys have been trying to be very intentional in the community mm-hmm. by being a blessing. Talk about some of the things that Mosaic City Church has been doing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the things for us is we want to be tethered to our community. In other words, we want to la- uh, rub elbows with those mm-hmm. in our community and build mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. And so for us, we just believe that if, if the church is going to be effective, it has to impact the community. Okay. It has to build relationships with the community. Okay. Now, I want to preface this, that we, we're all about discipleship and we're all about people growing in their faith. Uh-huh. But a lot of times in church, it's either been uh, either or. Okay. So we want to do a both and. Okay. So as we start church services in October, we want to build disciples and we want mm-hmm. to see the lost come to mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But also, we also want to be uh, tethered to our community and right. we want to get to know the people in our community. Right. Right. And, and and I think a lot of times, Greg and Stephanie, 
I think that the church sometimes expects people who are living in darkness to come to the light. Right. We want right. to take the light to the darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we want to be the church and be who God has yeah. called us well, to be. Well, it seems like you're doing that by going into like barber shops and laundromats and you're you're actually going in providing some needs maybe that people actually have like in families and uh, with kids and stuff. So talk yeah. about that kind of stuff that you're going you're kind of taking the light to those yeah. places. So I really feel like for a church to be effective, you have to know your community. Right. And you have to know the needs of your community yep. you know we recently did a gas car giveaway okay we know mm-hmm. that in, you know in our community mm-hmm. that people you know needed gas you mm-hmm. know I, I spoke to an older woman where she couldn't even go to a doctor's appointment mm-hmm. right right so why right. not be mm-hmm. the church and help help with you know yeah. with doc, you know doctor's appointment you know yeah. laundry it's a yeah. practical need right right so why not go to the laundry mat yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and we've experienced that a lot of these people at the laundry mat they don't go to church. That's They're what I'm going to ask, who, who you're connecting yeah, with. Yeah, so, so yeah. we're connecting with different people who don't go to church, who don't yeah. know Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what's really cool about this this ministry at the laundromat is we go in and we just take over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we bring the gospel music. Okay. We set up a prayer station. Yeah. Now, we also pray for their laundry, but we pray for them. We let uh-huh. them know who we are as a church. But I think it's vital for the church to let them know that we love them yeah. and that the church is still relevant. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that sometimes people in our community think that the church is out of touch. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, you know, right. we're not out of touch. Right. And we care right. about them. Right. So these right. are some of the things that we're doing to let people yeah. know that we care. You have any awesome. success stories early on from the, the laundry, from the haircuts, from the food, any Anything that you could share with us? Yeah. We, well, you know what? There's people who, you know, have been uh, addicted to substances. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so now they're a part of the church. Awesome. And so we're getting them plugged in. Man, that's great. We want to get them plug, plugged in and serving. And, and we want them to know that there's a place for them in the church. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, when they don't know Jesus, you know, they're right. just lost. And, right. You know, they, right. you know, they don't have family. Right. But they can become a part of the family yeah, of God. Absolutely. And so yeah. at our church, we want people to know that we love them. They can yeah. become part of the family. Yeah. And that, you know what? There's a place for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you planted this church, obviously you're working with Stadia. They are a church planning organization planting churches all over the country. Did you have a core group or is it just pretty much the Hoskins family? Yeah. You know what? So we had a cohort. Okay. So we had a cohort and we also have a project manager. Okay. Uh, project man- manager is Doug Foltz. Uh huh. So Doug. He, yeah, yeah. So Doug yeah. oversees kind of what we're doing. Okay. Uh, gives us advice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have a management team. Okay. Which kind of uh, we have different people from, you know, uh, CU Church. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. A couple people from here. Yeah. Which, you know, it gives us advice. Yeah. Gives us suggestions. Yeah. So we're just not. Doing right. this alone, right, right, right. because right. It's, it's, it's tough to do it alone. Sure. Oh man, I sure. can't imagine. Yeah. yeah, I've had people tell me that the hardest venture in the Christian world is planting a church. Mm-hmm. I've never done it, yeah. but I've heard mm-hmm. that it's just man, it's blood, sweat, and tears. That's what I've heard. Well, you, but I think the payoff can be really something. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think for for us being homegrown in Danville, mm-hmm. it's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Sure. You yeah. know, I grew yeah. up in the schools here, graduated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My teachers are here, families yeah. here. Yeah. So I really feel like everything that God has given me and God has given my wife, we're able to pour it out into our community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I I just love being here in Denver. Yeah. I love yeah. being home. So yeah. I just really thank God for allowing my wife and I and giving us the opportunity to plant here in Danville. Yeah. Sure. I have a question about the name of your church. Yeah. Where did you come up with the name Mosaic yeah. City Church? Is there any particular meaning? Behind yeah. That? So so in seminary, uh, we we were a part of a Mosaic cohort. 
And so we had a group of people from different countries, Mm -hmm. different backgrounds, and Mm -hmm. we got together uh, once a week and we talked about cultural issues. Mm, And that group wrecked me. Mm. Wow. There was so much I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Interacting with so many different people. Yeah. And so when I got here, I said, you know what? Why not have a church? You know, called Mosaic City Church, mm-hmm. and if you know what a mosaic is, it's a, a artwork mm-hmm. or an image with pieces that come together to make up the whole. Right. Yeah. And so, when you think of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. we all are different, right? But we right. all make up the body kind of, of Christ, yeah. right? So it's right. a beautiful reflection. And, really and you is. know, in Revelation seven, it says every nation, language, tribe. Absolutely. So why not practice now? Amen. Because well, eternity is going to be like, yeah. Amen. yeah. So that's yeah. kind of where, where you know, kind of our thoughts behind right. that. What are some of your core values? So we value one is Christ centered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything is about Jesus. Yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. drives our ministry. Yeah. yeah. Um, generosity. Mm-hmm. We're a generous mm-hmm. church. Yeah. Everything that the Lord gives to us, resources, we want to steward it well, mm-hmm. but we want to also pour it out into our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we uh, value multi-ethnic, right. multi-generation. Okay. okay. So there's a place for every, no matter what age you are, yeah. uh, there's a place for you. Yeah. And yeah. so we want people to know that. And then one more thing is community engagement. Right. Okay. We right. are, you know, we are engaged and we're a church where we work. Yeah. <laughs> so we just want to let people know when you come to Mosaic Church, we want you to contribute, not to, yeah. not only to consume, yeah. mm-hmm. but we want you to serve and be yeah. a part of what God is doing in yeah. our city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you see Mosaic City Church working and collaborating with other churches here in Danville? Yeah. So with Mosaic City Church, we're all, we're all about God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. if uh, other churches are all about God's right. kingdom, right. let's work together. Yeah. You yeah. Know, when we have mm-hmm. events, we love to work with other churches okay so if, if it's about god's kingdom yeah yeah and it's not about mosaic city church it's yeah. not about who we're partnering with right if, if we can uh advance the glory of god and yeah. you can see souls are saved yeah that's what it's about amen so mm-hmm. if you can take the name off and you can just put yeah. hey kingdom yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do that let me give you a date to save the date saturday june 10 serve together 2023 several churches have come together for several years now to just spread out all over the county and serve we'd love to have mosaic city church be mm-hmm. a part of that terry goodwin used to be a part of our staff right. full-time right. still involved part-time him and his wife molly head that up but would love to see mosaic city mm-hmm. church be a part of that man yeah th- mm-hmm. thank you definitely for the invite i also want to say this saturday we're having an event okay. uh, at lincoln park mm. and it's called hot dogs and hallelujahs <laughs> okay okay so, yeah so it, it's it's church in the park and mm-hmm. so one of the things that we really believe on is building relationships yeah you know when it, i I think Jesus was the best at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just building relationships Absolutely. and getting to know people. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give people a free meal. Okay. We're, we're going to have a couple worship songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm going to give a message of hope and encouragement to those in our community. What because time? It's going to be from 530 to 7 o'clock. Okay. So okay. we're excited about yeah. that. And so mm-hmm. looking forward mm-hmm. to it. That sounds great. Hey, one more thing, and I'll let you get out of here. We were in a staff meeting yesterday. Steph mm-hmm. and I were. And Kylie Garrison, member of our staff, said that he's getting ready to meet with you just to talk about mentoring and i know he's had a heart for mentoring i know you have a heart for mentoring mm-hmm. say a word about kind of a mentoring initiative yeah so i think it's important right now in our school district there's a lot of students who lack male figures mm-hmm. yeah who lack mm-hmm. mentors yeah and yeah. so i think a lot of times the church needs to get involved in the schools yeah yeah uh, a lot of times we say that we took prayer out of school but you, you can't take prayer out of school because i can pray and right. they can not even know that i'm praying absolutely for them. so i think that it's important if we're going to make an impact our school that I think the church needs to get inside of the school yeah. and get connected with some of these students Amen. who don't have 
male figures. Even, you know, one, one thing that we're doing right now is we're sending um, mentors inside of the schools. Yeah. This year, we're also going to try to pilot for the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're looking for, because if we can get them at a young age, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe they don't have to get inside the system. Right. 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 And so we can help mold them and shape them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I really feel like this is what God has called called the church to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. to go inside the school and it's untapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. I love that. I think it's great. One, one of our other staff, Jake Weiss, mm-hmm. had had a conversation with uh, the principal at Mark Denman mm-hmm. about trying to do exactly the same thing that you're talking about and i think if a multitude of churches can catch that vision mm-hmm. man i think sky's the limit you yeah. know yeah mm-hmm. it would love mm-hmm. to break that that cycle that's playing out unfortunately far too much of the time mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it, even with teachers yeah the teachers need support you right. know my wife's absolutely. a teacher absolutely principals need support absolutely so just having mm-hmm. a light in the school district. Yep. I yep. mean, you don't necessarily have to, you know, always broadcast Jesus, but just your presence yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. So if we can do that, yeah. that's great. Yeah. You know, Pastor Dave Anderson, one of my buddies from the Nazarene Church, I didn't know this. For several years now, Thursday morning, he's mm-hmm. in one of the schools mm-hmm. before school praying with teachers. Mm-hmm. No one's required to be there. It's mm-hmm. optional. Mm-hmm. But he said, man, it's just a blessing to gather with these teachers and pray with them mm-hmm. before they start their school day. I just love that. And I, how, how cool would it be if you know we had 15 pastors, ministers that said, I'll mm-hmm. take this school, I'll take that school. Mm-hmm. And if people want to show up, we're going to pray for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've seen last year firsthand just how draining the school semester can be for the, the teachers. I hear you. Just mm-hmm. the support that they need. Yeah. And so yeah. just being there and saying, hey, you know what? You know, when the teachers say, hey, can you talk to a student? Yeah. Hey, yeah. can you, you know, they're looking for you today. Or yeah. the teacher mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know what? Can you pray for me today? Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like that's just so important. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. So speaking of prayer, how can our listeners pray for you and your family as you get this new uh, church off the ground in October? Yeah. So so for me personally, I definitely would appreciate prayers for wisdom, okay. God's direction sure. and guidance yeah i think yeah. as a family church planning can be hard mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it can be consuming yeah. so if people can pray for a sense of togetherness mm-hmm. yeah. still unity yeah. and even within our marriage yeah you know yeah. that god can still be strong in our marriage and that they yeah. keep the lines of communication mm-hmm. but yeah. also for the church that god's hands just be on it yeah that god blesses us yeah. and that we keep uh the priority. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all about God's kingdom. Yeah. Right, right. All yeah. about his kingdom. And so if someone wants to get involved in your church or they're curious about it, how can they get a hold of you, ask any questions, or do they just show up at the YMCA on October? Yeah. What's the yeah. date October again? 23rd. October yeah. 23rd. Yeah. So what they can do, so we have interest gatherings. Okay. So if those who want to know more about who we are as a church, <laughs> our mission, vision, values, we're going to be having that on September the 10th at the okay. Devil Public Library at 10 okay. o'clock. Okay. Uh, we have a Facebook page yep. uh, people can go to. Yeah. Also, we have a website, mosaiccitydanville.org. Okay. So if they want to learn more about who we are, they can contact me. There's a link on there. Um, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty available. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, right. we're, right. we're everywhere. So, what I you're mean, doing, they can, right. Yeah, right. so they can yeah. contact us, and then yeah. we can kind of, you know, go from there. Right. Right. I want to throw this out. You know, there's a lot of people that do not have connection with the church Mm -hmm. right now. And some of them, they had a connection with the church before COVID. And for whatever reason, they're Mm -hmm. not there. Mm -hmm. If you are not connected with the church Mm -hmm. and you're looking for something new, something fresh, check out Mosaic City Church, Mm -hmm. Sunday, October 23rd, 9.30 a.m., the Danville YMCA. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Stan Hoskins, thanks for joining us today, man. Thanks for having me. Blessings to you. Thank you. All right. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. 
As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg. What a great interview with Lestan Hoskins, who is starting the Mosaic City Church October 23rd. After we got off the air between segments, I appreciated what he said. He said, um, you know, we should get my wife on here. He said, sometimes yeah. we leave women out. I'm like, sometimes? Really? We could do a segment on that, and I could I could talk to that, yeah. speak yeah. to that. But Absolutely. yeah, um, we're excited for them as a couple, yeah. um, for their family. I don't know how many kids they have. They have a lot they have of like kids. like seven, yeah. I think. Yeah. But yeah. it's a big family yeah. venture yeah. for them. And so we wish them well. We wish them the best. And, uh, and again, I threw that in there. You know, I think sometimes um, some people, they just need a fresh start spiritually. Right. They need a fresh start from a church standpoint. And, sure. you know, one of the things that uh, history is teaching us is there's a lot of people that became disengaged from their church for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And there's still that baggage. Mm-hmm. And I would say in a perfect world, you go back to that church and you work through that. Mm-hmm. But in some instances, maybe it's better just to start over. And this is a brand new church, right. you know, and right. it's a great way to support a new right. work here in That's town. Right. So That's right. Sunday, October 23rd, 9.30 a.m., the Danville YMCA. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we couldn't do direct line That's without right. some awesome sponsors. I want to say thank you to Don and Deanna Witzel from McDonald's, Chris and Dacia Robinson from Robinson Chiropractic. I think they just had an anniversary. I think this so. Week, yesterday, like the twentieth anniversary. I, I a believe. Big one. Big, a big one. one. Yeah. Bill and Mary Lou Knight from Lakewood Insurance. The team at Hans Tank Wash. The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home and Dean and Gina Crandall from Morgan Stanley. And uh, speaking of Dean Crandall, uh, the two of us. Dean and I, we are headed to Lebanon. 
We're headed to oh. Beirut mm-hmm. to uh, have kind of an up-close look at what I think is one of the really impacting ministries that most people have never heard of, mm-hmm. Heart for Lebanon. Mm-hmm. They were with us back in May, three members uh, mm-hmm. of that ministry team. I was just captivated. Mm-hmm. I mean, they only had 90 minutes because mm-hmm. they had to move on. I didn't want them to stop. Mm-hmm. Hearing all that God is doing in the name of Jesus in Lebanon. Mm. Now, when you think Lebanon, I don't think Christian. I don't think ministry. Mm-hmm. I don't think baptisms. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's just great things happening. Now, mm-hmm. here's my question mm-hmm. for you. My wife thinks I'm an idiot for going to Beirut. <laughs> and I've told you know several people, and I, I get that look like, in fact, someone texted me yesterday and said, do you mean the Beirut in the, the Middle East? And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Am I an idiot? So I Googled it, and think? I said, how safe is Beirut in 2022? What'd and you find out? Actually, it says it's fairly safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, safe for women, even. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. So yeah. I, th- I think you're good. Think I, I'm I mean, right? I think that Marla might think you're crazy for other reasons. Well, but probably not only that, but probably some other things. Yeah. But I think you're going to be okay. Hey, I've been really trying to read more. That's been something that, um, okay. and and sometimes by reading, I'm listening to books. Yes. And sometimes I'm actually sitting down, yeah. you know, yeah. in the morning or at night. Yeah. And there's a book that just came out that I am so intrigued by. Do you know the name Jared Kushner? Mm-hmm. So Jared Kushner is yep. the son-in-law of Donald Trump, and he just wrote a memoir. It came out this week, Breaking History, a White House memoir. I think I'm going to read it. But one of the things that I found fascinating was this article that I sent you yes. early this morning yes. from the Washington Examiner, and it's Kushner writing about his role in helping Trump find a VP yes. in the summer of 2016. Mm-hmm. And it came down to three people. I okay. did not know this. Mm-hmm. It came down to Mike Pence, who obviously was ultimately selected, right. former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. And one of the things that he writes about in this book is that he joked that Chris Christie's file read like a John Grisham thriller. Right. Newt Gingrich's read like a Danielle Steele romance novel, which I don't even know who that is. But he said Mike Pence's read like the Bible. Hmm. And I just, Hmm. I love that. I've always admired Mike Pence. And I know there's a lot of people in the Trump world, man, they hate Mike Pence. Um, I love the fact that he is someone that seemingly lives out his faith Mm -hmm. day in, day out. And one of the things that Kushner writes in the book that I want to just include here, he says, over the next five years, I kept waiting for Mike Pence to break character, Mm. to do what most politicians do behind the scenes, criticizing others, complaining about situations, pushing back on requests to travel to events, but Pence never did, Mm. wrote Kushner of the vice president. And Mm. it sounds like he might really be the real thing, at least from a faith standpoint. And this is coming from Trump's son-in-law. Son-in-law, right? Yeah. Right? So, so speaking very highly of him. Anyway, yeah. I just found that fascinating. And yep. uh, someone that I've admired from a distance, uh, nothing book. but um, being confirmed in so that book. if you so, read the book, then yeah, pass it on. Maybe absolutely. Done, like absolutely. Hey, I want to talk about uh, a couple things. Illini football is back. Actually, college football is back. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get to spend the afternoon Saturday in Champaign yeah. watching my Illini play the Wyoming Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. So Never I'm excited about that. Good. So are you, are you excited about college football? Yeah, I'm excited about football season you like in general. pro football. I just like football season. Okay, so Saturday afternoon? Catch a college football game on the Maybe. Stephanie Spangler television, Maybe. or probably not. Probably not. This I'm not quite there yet. Okay, too well, much yard work and stuff yeah. still going on. Well, so. I just love it. I think it's great, and I think the thing as an Illini football fan that I love more than anything else is they don't have a losing record going into game one. <laughs> 
That's good. So we'll see what this year brings, but I'm excited for my Fighting Illini. Hey, history segment real quick. August 27, 1727, Count Nicholas von Zinzendorf. That's quite a name. That's a name. His Monravian community. Moravian. Moravian community in Hernhut, Germany, begins round-the-clock prayer chain. Now, that's pretty cool. Here's what's amazing. Reportedly, at least one person in that community prayed every minute of the day for a century. I don't know if I believe that. Well, (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) Take it up with Christianity today. I guess so. But it's a reminder, Stephanie, the power of prayer. a long time. And I think that um, in 2022, we can learn something Mm -hmm. from um, the saints of yesterday along those lines. Can you imagine how how long it took to like organize it and I can I mean, with our computers and, and reminders and stuff can we even do that I don't know if isn't we that amazing it to is say amazing. though and again maybe it didn't happen yeah. maybe it's not true but they're claiming yeah. for a yeah. hundred years wow every minute of every day hmm. someone in that community was praying a pretty big goal I, I wonder if it. that was their goal or if it just know. started and they just kept doing it I have no idea I don't either. August 22 1741 George Frederick Handel shuts himself up in his home to begin writing Messiah you know Messiah Yeah. did someone shut him up in there to do it and tell uh, him to do it or was this just his I own, think he was driven he was by this it. okay he did the composition in 24 days Wow. He says, whether I was in the body or out of the body when I wrote it, I do not know. It's quite a piece of music. That so is. Yeah. How, how would you describe the Messiah? Because we got a lot of people that are high listening. Class, yeah. High classical. Yeah. Very complicated. And what's the purpose of the Messiah? Well, isn't it to exalt Jesus? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> right. No, right. Absolutely. And, and who was it? Was it one of the kings that decided to stand during that yes, one out of honor? Yes. I mean, pretty, and, yeah. pretty moving piece pretty of music awesome. for yep. sure. August 26, 1901, the American Standard Version of the Bible is first published by Thomas Nelson and Sons. The ASV spun off from the 1881 English Revised Version, which was the first non-denominational English revision since publication of the King James Version hmm. in 1611. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That almost 400 years passed before there was another uh, hmm. revision. So here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. What version do you lean on? NIV. I'm an NIV I guy like too. I like ESV as well. Okay. I grew up in a King James only. Did you? And okay. that kind of turned me off. So. Yeah. So when did you make the uh, transition when I went from to college, King James? Okay. When and, I left my King James only church and, and went to college and realized there was something else out there. And so when you got to Cedarville, yeah. w- was there an official version? You I know, think they or used not? mostly NIV. Okay. I mean, that's okay. where I was first introduced. Because when it. I went to Lincoln Christian College as a student in 1987, we were told in all your Bible classes mm-hmm. and all your theology classes, it's the New International Version. Huh. And that's still with me. Mm-hmm. I really like the ESV, but too. it's just kind of something that's I been ingrained. Mind, I don't mind the King James now that I'm a bit older. Right. I, I kind of like I, I right. like it. Right. I'm yep. not dogging it. I'm just saying. Well, hey, good news segment. We need to wrap this up. Celebrate recovery. Yep. I talk about CR all the yep. time. I was especially blessed this Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. Our friend Tracy Thomas taught mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah. Did just a great good. job. Good. I had 10 newcomers awesome. in 101. I, I don't think I've ever had that many. Even back before COVID, I right. can't remember a time that we had 10. That's awesome. But then we ended the evening mm-hmm. with a memorial service mm-hmm. remembering the late J.B. Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know if anyone would stick around. We had 
had 35 people oh, stick good. around to pay tribute to yes. a friend mm-hmm. who recently became a follower of Jesus, right. died much too soon. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just something special about Celebrate Recovery where yeah. people gather to work on hurts and hangups and habits. Yep. Tuesdays, Second Church, 6 p.m. So on behalf of my friend Stephanie, this is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.